Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to it. Got two more segments, and then we will hand it over. I'm not. I, I'm not sure. I think we have a, a Sam Hoiberg show tonight at six o'clock. Got time? Haven't heard from Sam. Well, you know, he deserves some time. Busy off. guy. I know. Dude was, yeah. he, dude, earned he earned it. Yeah, dude. 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 Put in work. Yes, he did. Um, so he deserves it. And then Rocky Russo, the head coach for the Lincoln Stars. Um, so of course they invited me to do to to do a ceremonial puck drop Saturday, and one of their final games. But I am going to be in Miami for UFC. So they moved they moved the puck drop to for me to the twenty first uh-huh. of April. Uh but yesterday was Rocky Russo's birthday. So happy birthday, coach. Happy birthday, coach. You know, Rocky Rocky I, I love the way Rocky coaches, first of all. I, I, I think it's pretty exceptional. And if you haven't I went I shame on me for only going to two uh, Stars games this year, and that'll be the third um, for the season. I have to do better. Um, Kenny, do you have you taken the kids? Mm-mm. Is that something you'd be – would you take them to a hockey game? All right, so we'll set that up with Coach Russo so you can take them and meet the players and do all that sort of stuff. Austin, have you gone? Have you found your way to a Stars game? Not to game? a Stars game. Okay, so we need to take care of that. We need to, we need to show up and, and – Posse ride for for the stars. They're heading to the playoffs, so it's nice. it's, it's it's a big time for that. Uh, six o'clock, six o five. First pitch tonight for the Huskers uh, against Kansas State in baseball. Um, that's a, that's a big one. That's a pretty good Kansas State baseball team. They're nineteen and eleven, and they just took took a game from number twenty four ranked West Virginia. So this is a good one uh, for midweek. Um, I have to check the, the softball schedule because I'm not sure what the women are doing uh, this week. I think they're in Ann Arbor this weekend, but I'm not sure if they've got a midweek. Husker uh, softball. Nope. Next game on the schedule at Maryland. At Maryland. Okay. Head out to College Park. Okay. For three. Oh, well, I can send some people to that game. I can send some folks out there. So, Coach Kenny Wilhite is with us and – you know, I, I spent a little time down at down at down at spring practice today, and I get caught up in mechanics. Mm-hmm. Like before X's and O's, before schemes come into play, individual skills have to be taught. Fundamentals, right? The basic stuff. So I'll ask you this: Is the statement that good players are made from the ground up, or? Good players are made from the brain down. Which one is more true? That's that's a that's a double edged sword right there. Right. Well, I mean that's that's right because because each and then I figured this out. Each coach coaches based on which one of those they believe. Yes. Neither is wrong. No. But if you have a talented team, you teach from the brain down because you want them to be smarter. Smart. They already have the physical. But if you have a team that needs to, to, to the scheme to work for them, then you have to work from the fundamentals from the feet up. Yes. So if I said to you that it appeared that Nebraska was working from the brain down, what would that tell you about the roster? They've added some smart – some smart guys to the roster. Right? And that coaching through that space. So I was watching the quarterback group, and you guys were talking about. Or let me rephrase that. Oh. Uh-huh. 
they think the guys have a hold on what they're trying to get done. They have an understanding. If they're working from the top down, they feel like the guys have picked it up enough where they can work from the top down. I've been curious. (laughs) Curious. Because you're a talent assessor. Mm Mm-hmm. Like there are very few people in the state of Nebraska that can say that they can assess high school to football talent better than Coach Kenny Wilhite. It's a short list. If there's a list at all, there's a list. There's a list. Well, that that's question part two of that, right? Mm-hmm. I will ask you within the state of Nebraska, who are people that you take their opinion when it comes to talent assessment of guy high school talent? And their ability to transition that into Division One Power Five football success. There's a lot of former players. I've said this many a times. There's a lot of former players in the Omaha area. Okay. That has their hands on a lot of kids in the area. They've had their hands on them since they were young. Coach Warren, a guy that Abdul Muhammad, Abdul Muhammad, like Damon Benning, yep, Cluster Johnson, yep. Um, uh, that's to name. Oh, Matt Verzal. Yep. Then there's some former players that are also head coaches in the Omaha area. Tim Young, uh, T- Matt Terman. So those are guys that I, I used I used, I leaned on a lot. And when they call you and say, hey, I got one, you come running. I come running. Like you don't even ask. I don't I don't <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't bat an eye. And first thing I did was turn on the film and if I thought they were good enough Pass to the person that's supposed to pass to the next person. In the passing, right? Before the passing. Because mm-hmm. this is a whole, like I said, I, you and I are going to do a whole series of, mm-hmm. of this entire process from contact one to the day they leave whatever program they're walking into because there's so much intel into it that gets missed. But for you, when you, when you get the phone call, because phone calls or e- and emails are different. The people that you just mentioned, when they, they're they going to call you and say. They're going to call or they're going to text and say, hey, I got a guy. I, this is a guy. I got this a guy. This is a dude. He's going to be a dude. And then you don't, at what point in the, in the conversation does it turn to where did they play? Does that ever come into play? Where they played or who they played against in high school? Does it ever come into play no, for you? Not for me. Not for me. I don't care if they played. Six man, eight man, uh, C, D. Can they play? If they can play, and I, I'm taking those guys' word. Mm-hmm. So I didn't wait a day to look at the film. I I got on the film ASAP, and I gave them an answer. I'd be like, "Hey, I like him. He's got a chance. I'm finna pass it on." So in the passing, then it requires that the group coach, or yeah, the group coach, whether that group coach is open to having that particular kind of talent in the program mm-hmm. because it could be a quarterback who's, who has division one talent, but it may not fit what they're currently doing in the system. True. What do you do in that case? I left that up to the people to make the powers that be. So if there was a quarterback who I thought could legit, legitimately play division one football mm-hmm. that could help us, yeah, it was passed on. And then whoever made the decision on quarterback made the decision on quarterbacks. And then you get out of the way. I got out of the way. Now I continue to communicate. Just in case. Just in case. Especially under the days of Transfer Portal. 
continue the communication process. <laughs> um, you, you, we not, we may not date right now, but that don't mean we won't date in the future. Yeah. So, so say it's their sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. Communication stopped. Never stopped. Tried to get him on campus, uh, even though I know there was no possible scholarship offer, or at least currently. I can get him as a, or at least currently a walk-on offer. Right, so imagine. So yes, right, right. That because yes. because where he where he falls into it as a sophomore in high school doesn't necessarily mean that's where that the situation and the quarterback's room at the University of Nebraska in his senior year is going to be the same. Yes, totally true. Right, so, so we don't know. No. We 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 continue to work. So I continue to communicate with that player, mm-hmm. and then if the time came for him to get an offer. The offer was made. If it wasn't, it wasn't made. And then, did you did you ever in the situation where you couldn't get them at Nebraska, then you then referred them somewhere that you thought they could fit in, or did you just simply stay connected for the sake of good just, old? Just stay connected. Just because one, if there was a guy I wanted at the University of Nebraska, I wanted him at the University of Nebraska. I wasn't going to help KU, K State. You know, Mizzou, anybody like that, but um, if somebody asked me my opinion, uh-huh. I would give them my opinion. And, and people ask, yes, people, like you were always asked. I was always asked. In the case of a, a Nebraska football program that was absolutely fluid, in that. Folks were coming in. Folks were coming out. Like it was, Pete repeat. Mm-hmm. It was place replace. How do you go about it? Is there a number of quarterbacks on reserve in your mind? So okay, you you meet the you make the final roster, and the coach is happy with it. Then somebody jumps in the transfer portal that was not expected. Are you matching that with the same type of player? Are you getting the best available player? How would you go about that? What you're thinking? So if you have five quarterbacks and one just all of a sudden jump ship, uh-huh. you have four, mm-hmm. but there may be a bigger need at a different at position. position. You want to go after that position. You want to fill that need first. Okay. If you ha- if you think you have four good ones in your room, mm-hmm. that other position that needs it, you want to go after that position first. Let me ask you, in a case where – this Husker program, and again, we're using the Husker program as a reference, and it's not speaking directly to the program. But in a quarterback room where you have six scholarship players, mm-hmm. one is in, injured in full, one is recovering in full, and then you've got five others, four on scholarship. At some point, as as the lead recruiter for a program, are you concerned about that room at all, about being able to keep everybody in the program? The, the way the portal is now, you can, you're always concerned. You're not only no. just concerned about quarterbacks, you're concerned about every position. Because let's say, for example, Austin, he had 30 catches last year, mm-hmm. right? Maybe 40. Mm-hmm. He's still on your roster. Let's say Alabama, mm-hmm. Georgia, Loses two in, in the spring, mm-hmm. and they come calling in the summer. Mm-hmm. What do you he, think? What he you, gone. He, uh, he, he gone. gone. 
He gone. Let me just say, Kenny, I appreciate you, you calling me a receiver. I appreciate that that example because of where we went before. Today. He's all emotional now. Like, <laughs> you did that for him. Hey, I can't see you playing anything else. You're a basketball player. You got that basketball, baseball body. So that's why I said receiver. So you have to, we said this last week, you have to recruit the guys on your roster every day. You have to. Because, again, he's got 30 catches, 35 catches. And one of the big boys have two injuries at that position. They're going to come calling. It, it just – they're not going – they're going to use a way to get a hold of Austin. That really is the business right that's, now. That's the business. Like, that's the business that you have to go through it and just simply say, okay, I got I got I to fight to keep you. But the numbers, like you're, it's a new coach. So let's say you take over Joe's University, right? You walk in today. Your first plan of attack is what? Recruiting the guys on your roster. How long does it take you to figure out who you want? Do you want to keep everybody? Or do, or, or, you're not going to want to keep everybody because there's going to be some guys that when you get, like, again, Austin may tell you something about a kid. Right, he's did this, he's did that, he's did this, he did that, and you sit down with the kid, and the kid selling himself on you, mm-hmm. but then the kid goes and does something crazy. So now you know what somebody told you about Austin yeah. was true. Yeah. So now you want to get rid of him. You know what I mean? So um, that's the reason why there was thirty nine guys brought into this situation. Is is that a lot? Yes, that's a lot. That's a lot, right? That's a lot. Is is that thirty nine? Is that thirty nine freshmen? Is that thirty nine freshmen in red shirts? Is that thirty nine freshmen in that's transfers? Everything. Thirty nine new, new players. players. New players. So there was a reason why there's thirty nine new players. He came. He saw. He seen. <laughs> not enough. Not enough. This is not enough. Man, look, I, I I keep saying it. You and I are going to have, over the course of the next year, it's just there's a ton of conversations just to go over the process because I don't think most fans really understand the process. As a matter of fact, I every time I'm around you, I get more information on w- how it really works, and that's going to help people get a better understanding of why because if it don't make sense, Ask somebody that knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna stay there uh, with Coach Kenny Wilhite, Austin Warman here, old school. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.